What up, fuckers? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip from our podcast, guys. We fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast. Uh. And on this week's episode, we interview comedian Katie Boyle, and we get deep into Mm -hmm. uh, family trauma. Running away. You know, what is love? If you want to listen to the whole thing, head on over to apple.co slash GWF. So my parents broke up when I was five. Uh, and my mother was pretty violent. She's a very aggressive, not mentally well person. So I stayed with her till I was 18 and then I cut her out. Uh, and I have a great relationship with my father. But oh, we wow. kind of went through war together. So yeah. wow. he's more like a big brother than a dad, for sure. Did anybody... What? So you would see violence on your mom's part towards you, towards your dad? Yeah, yeah, towards both of us. Towards my dad would lock us in the bathroom to get away from her. And she would just throw herself up against the bathroom. Oh my God. That's some mommy dearest shit. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty mental. Did he ever explain it to you? Like, this isn't normal. Yeah, he... Um, wow. He one time... And I remember this. And he's retold it to me since as well. But he had me sitting on the toilet seat while she was like banging up against the door and he was smoking a cigarette and he was like I hope you're learning how not to behave oh <laughs> okay that's not really explaining it well it was great it, no it really was great because okay. over the years she's done some stuff and I would see stuff like fights with friends or with her job or with her family uh, and things she did to me and I always thought this isn't how you should behave so right. I feel like I've modeled my personality off being the opposite of that's her. yeah oh. that's true because I think one one of the reasons I said is you were coming in like oh, I'm going through shit so I'm probably just gonna ask you about how you cut your mom off and how was it for you uh realizing that uh, my mom was just a complete narcissist and it's like mm. oh that wasn't she she the hardest part you need to realize is that she'll never she never loved you because that's yeah. not what love is so it's like oh that's a good it's sad, but it's also, oh, okay, flip the switch, and that's not the acceptable behavior. So it seems like you were taught pretty early on then, that's not how to behave, but also uh, that's not a mother, that's not a loving mother. Yeah, the love thing is weird, because I've dated a lot of men who are like my mother, and I think it's because I thought that's what love was. Okay, so like abusive people? Yeah, emotionally abusive, like literally where my friends or family have been like, we need to intervene, you're dating your mother. Like wow. it's that bad, wow. Yeah, like a couple, of, a couple of guys, but the past two years and the pandemic have been really good, because I've been like aware of it, and I'm trying to step away from it, and I've been dating much nicer guys, so... Uh, but it took me to be like, oh, this isn't love, I guess. You're repeating the same exact uh, yeah. way of relating to somebody. Yeah, like I had an ex and he checked my pulse to see if I was lying. And my friends were like, what? That's- I know, they were like, Whoa. that's crazy. That's a fucking I've never even heard of that. That's like Robert De Niro yeah. and Meet the Parents. <laughs> that's a good way to put fucking it. Fucking insane. And it was just one of the things he did. And the, the thing with it, I'm so used to my mother like she would have these like violent outbursts and like throw things and I just would stay calm the whole time and that's how how I taught myself because if you ever reacted she would flip out more so you kind of nearly won and it would be over quicker so then with dating these guys I'm just like easy going with it and I wasn't lying when he checked my pulse so I was like whatever and then when so I it didn't dawn on you no and I did a joke <laughs> about it on stage and my friends were like did I really have that's really crazy and then I told my dad and he was like you don't want to see it's crazy because that's stuff your mother would do right and I was oh like God, oh Katie. Katie. So, so that's that the shit? normal yeah because it's like the foundation that you're you were raised on yeah. so that's the norm that's whatever that is is normal and like I you. would never do that to anybody but it's just I have a high tolerance for when it's done to me I guess I uh Yes, yeah. You, t- it. I don't know if you felt this way, but I'm. One of the things I'm going through is, uh, 
I feel like a fucking insane person, but the whole time, this whole time I was trying to fix myself. Like I got really into self-help and really into understanding behavioral patterns and what's normal and not whatever. And then I realized this whole time I've been trying to fix me and it wasn't me. It was her. It was my mom. Like it was, I mean, obviously there's things that I do that I need to change, but, uh, I was I was working on the wrong thing. I need to actually cut her out. Like yeah. that's the Well, if you stay in a relationship with her and I'm just presuming it's similar. And I've talked to a few other people who've had similar parents and they feel guilty. It just really annoys me because yeah. if you're with an abusive man, people will say break up with him. But when right it's away. a parent, that's a like, point, yeah. But it's your mother, Culture. you got to love them. I felt crazy when I was with her and the last 13 years I've felt saner and saner each year because <sighs> You're trying to have conversations with someone who's illogical. So there's no logic. So it makes you feel... I've had her say things like that I said that I didn't say. She's even yep. done it on my mm. podcast. Like we've been spoken in 13 years and she said I said stuff on my podcast that I didn't say. Yep. So I'm like, well, this is great because this is proof. We can just play it back. Now, I'm, I haven't had conversation with her. It was with my cousin. My cousin was like, did you just play that's not what she said (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but it's like it's like having a conversation with people like that it's like banging your head against the wall because you're not it makes you feel crazy you can't get through to the person and it's uh my therapist has explained to me multiple times during every session that we have that a child is never going to face the music on the fact that a mom or dad can't take care of them when you're a little 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 kid you're going to internalize it just because if you really accept that you're going to die like it's just not you'll go insane as a child you're your psyche will break so yeah. it's almost like to protect your psyche and then when you get older if you don't catch what has been happening the whole time then your psyche is really gonna break and you're like yeah. well that's now we're in a pile of shit huh this show is sponsored by better help getting stuff off your chest is incredible it's so therapeutic we all carry around different stressors some of them are big some of them are small a lot of them are very big Uh, but we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively and then we act like a jerk to the people we love and we're like this is not how i want to be therapy has saved my life personally there are so many benefits of it it empowers you to be the best version of yourself and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma although if you have experienced major trauma highly recommend if you're thinking of starting therapy Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire, and you get matched with a licensed therapist, and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com guys. Yeah, it's, it's a- wild. It's nice as well, though, when you are an adult and you're like, oh, I was a kid. Yeah. Whereas when you're a kid, when you're able to look at it and go, oh my God, I would never treat my child like that or I would never do that. Like it's... it's And it's crazy how it plays in your romantic life. It really fucks up who you're attracted to. And it, 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 it doesn't... A lot of times it won't dawn on you until somebody will say like, Ha ha, that joke you did That's not true right And you're like Well it is true And they're like That's fucked up And you're like Oh uh oh <laughs> Yeah And that was just one of many things he did But like again It's all Similar stuff that my mother did So Yeah I'm so happy I caught her out well, well I mean You said she had Does she have mental illness Or I think so It's never She's never gone Not gone. like undiagnosed Just yeah It's undiagnosed Um, And I guess for like examples of what she would do is well she would 
fight about anything you could say I like green grass and she'd be like what do you mean I'm a terrible mother so it's like yes so she was always right, she right, was right. always throwing back at you that you think you're oh, yeah, I'm a terrible yeah. mom and pushing you to the point of you saying actually you're right so yeah. let's all be in the matrix you can explode and I'll leave yeah I used to actually dig my nails into my neck to stop myself reacting to her just because <sighs> yeah. I knew but she would be like stereotypical stuff of like look what you made me do or look how you how you made me but like stuff like one minute she'd be brushing her hair and like crying in the mirror over my father next minute she'd be like let's laugh next minute she'd be oh my screaming god. at me for breathing too loud while we're or oh my god she'd make me sleep with her in her bed oh. for years okay so on and off mm. and then when I would sleep in the bed with her she would wake me up every couple of hours saying that I was breathing too loud or was moving too much Holy so I wouldn't shit, sleep Katie. a lot um, that's engulfing to the mat. Like that's yeah. an ex- that's one. Of, that's an that's extreme. And it's just like an example. So I always try to think of examples for when people find out I don't speak to her because, and not to rat her out either. Because like sure, but being honest about it, uh, an abusive situation is how other people realize that they're in abusive situations. Yeah, or not even that. It's like people can't put themselves in your shoes because they have great parents. They can't relate. They can't understand. So I I always have like these snippet of things where I'm like, I know this isn't normal. This isn't yeah. the way it should have been. Like she did some really fucked up shit that I'm like, like it's trying could, to guilt you. It, it would be like, uh, uh, yeah, not even just guilt, but um, this one's, well, it's safe to say it here because she does listen to my podcast. She tried to get me cancelled and everything, even though we haven't spoken in Your mom tried to get you cancelled? <laughs> yeah. Wow. She, she's a. Yeah, mm. well, it was her sister. She's also a bit mental. Um, but they were like, oh, she said that Kate, that her, she said that she was abused and that makes people think sexual abuse, which it didn't. Me and Des talked about emotional abuse and how we both experienced it. Um, and yeah, and then. Des was just like, this is ridiculous. He was like really yeah. upset about it. But- well, emotional oh abuse God. can sneak by you. One of the books that I was reading uh, about this, because I the click that I just had was because I'm reading these books about narcissistic mothers and it's like a stranger author. Actually, she was from Ireland, the first one I was re- uh, listening to. Just just listing every single thing. And I'm like, well, they talked about a virgi- like a narcissistic mother's obsessed with their daughter's virginity. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean. Same. Oh, and then I look so back funny. at that, that, you know, my mom had asked me when I was 16 if I was a virgin in a yeah. Restaurant, I did not even question that that was a completely inappropriate thing to say to your child, let alone in public. Didn't even, wouldn't even have crossed my mind. She got up, ran to the car, and I was like, okay, didn't talk to me. And so it's like they see you as an extension of them, and you are their doll. You're the daughter of a narcissistic (sighs) mother is the mother's doll, not a child. So So you have no sense of self. That's so true because my mother would put like um, deodorant on me when I was like eight and stuff when I didn't need it. Yeah, I remember this. But I remember my dad being upset because I had like a really bad chest infection and when I visited him, he had to take me to the the hospital and he was like, and he was so... The sweat wasn't getting out of your glands. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if it was anything to do with deodorant, but it was more just that she would like dress me up and like try to put makeup on me when I was younger. Now I don't wear makeup at all, which is so funny but um and he was like upset because he was like wow that's you, literally a like doll. you're you she's not looking after your actual health oh my God. um yeah. yeah so it was i jesus it's just like well yeah and it's culture culture is so interesting to me because i've been talking to a couple people that i'm working on some projects with and they're younger one of them's my age one of them's younger than me and um one of the women was is a different culture and a latina culture and she was saying that 
she thought it was her call. She was, I was telling her, Hey, I need to take a break for like August. I'm just going to do me. This is why I'm making these. I'm just very upfront about what's going on to people. Like just realizing my mom's a narcissist. I, tr- I trust her and we were close. So, um, and then she starts telling me stories and I'm like, Whoa, 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 wait, your mom's bullying you. Wait, what the fuck? And then I, and then I would talk to somebody else about it and they're like, yo, my mom does that too. I'm like, Hold on one second. It's like this cult, like, and a couple people thought, oh, I thought that was cultural that my mom was doing this. And it's interesting how culture makes you think, oh, you know, it gives it an excuse. And then you don't want to say anything negative about your, your mom because one thing a lot of cultures have in common is the matriarch. You know, you just don't, you don't upset your mother. You don't disturb your mother. You don't. Yeah. Well, you're also attached as well. Cause like, I remember my cousin saying like years later, she was like, whoops upset well I came home one time and she was like you know do you want to come visit your mother and I was like no and she was like why and I told her snippets of like really things that I thought you know that I realized were actually like really bad and she got upset and she started to cry and she was like why didn't you tell us and I was like because nobody asked I didn't know how was I meant to and like years later you know I have talked to my father about it and been like you you were the one person who knew but he also was young and he if he had stayed there I'm sure like she push him and push him and be like hit me hit me right like, sounds like it I think him doing five years was like a lot and he you know he's and, a veteran of war yeah and so are you and if I didn't if he hadn't met my stepmother I wouldn't have seen what an actual the way she is with my brothers and sisters like it's amazing so every second weekend I was like oh this is like, <laughs> this is normal so I can't imagine for people who don't have that like I was very lucky yeah, Who made the decision uh, the, for that you would live with your mom instead of your dad? I don't know. I actually had a t- chat with my dad about it this last year because my sister said something that made me think about it and it mm-hmm. was something I never... I also never wanted to have that heavy conversation with my dad because it's like, oh, I have one parent that I'm really close to it. Yeah. But I you do remember my mother, before I was five, and going to a therapist mm-hmm. and her saying you have to say you want to live with me you'll never see me again you'll never see your grandmother again I was very close to my grandmother Mm, and the therapist asked me they said who do you want to live with and I said my mother but I can't imagine that had any weight but I thought for my whole life that it did but now that I'm 30 I'm like I don't think but also fathers in Ireland at the time didn't have much rights because I do remember like being like eight or ten or eight nine or ten and a lot of Irish men doing a protest in Ireland about the lack of rights they get after a divorce wow so he might oh, have not nice had to know that they wanted the rights yeah 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 definitely <laughs> over the over custody rights they wanted more right? custody yeah, okay. yeah at the time but it's also like the women got everything they got like great um child benefits the house uh, everything. like no question kind yeah, of thing yeah, my dad like paid for the house and she got everything and like that's fine I was living in it but it's like there were you're being abused yeah and yeah. and uh, you know if it was physical abuse someone would have been able to see that the bruises yeah. on your body and step in but because it's emotional abuse no one's gonna know until somebody points it out to you years later it's like yeah but people what the still fuck? don't like i remember that she was throwing plates around the place she always did this but she was screaming and like mm. it was really insane Damn. um and it was so loud that a neighbor came in and Jesus. it was going on for about an hour and he was like what's going on and he looked at me and she was like tell him you you said there was a mouse and it gave me a fright and I was just like yeah there was a mouse and he was like okay and that was it so it's like wow so you so no one ever was like Katie are you okay 
I just don't think people want to, especially in Ireland, you stay, you kind of, you gossip, but people don't want to get involved in people's business. Right. Yeah. What up, fuckers? We hope you love that excerpt from our interview with comedian Katie Boyle. If you want to hear the rest of the conversation, uh, including stories about, you know, how to know that your mom's fucking Looney Tunes, uh, head on over to apple.co slash GWF. That's right. You can get a Luminary subscription on the Apple Store, Apple Podcast app. That's apple.co slash GWF. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.